0: Welcome to Far North Tokers. This is episode 179, April 19th, 2020, with your host, Ned Toker. Thank you all for listening. Happy Patriots Day. Shot her round the world, Lexington and Concord. Minutemen, boys and old men held it up first. Mm. Stand up. Are we going to have that again? Hope not. Hope it never comes to that. Do not need to be fighting government. Patriots Day, April nineteenth. Let's talk about April twentieth though. Tomorrow. April twentieth, twenty twenty, four twenty twenty twenties. Tonight we're gonna to talk about four four twenty shows. We're going back two thousand seventeen when Far North Tokers hit its two thousandth listen. It was awesome. I can't believe it happened that day. On April twentieth, twenty seventeen, Far North Tokers hit two thousand listens. We jump ahead. We're going back to April twentieth, twenty seventeen, with Victoria Davis. (sighs) Lost track of what she's been up to lately. Who knows? It'd have been great to have her back on tonight for four twenty. Gotta get south. Are we gonna be traveling again? CV nineteen's got everything shut down. Okay, it's a good conversation. One of the first episodes doing Skype. Victoria comes on. We had a great time smoking, chatting, talk a little bit about four twenty. Then we're gonna zoom ahead a year where I go around picking up Frank Turney. We talk and have a session. Get to last year, 2019. Went out to the Dabin' Cabin, Yeti, his 420 party. I haven't heard if that's happening. I, I'm sure it's happening with close people, which is good. It's good that people are still getting together and doing their social distancing, I'm sure. No one's passing. I saw Lester there last year, and we just did a show, so that was cool. A lot of people. Uh, saw Isaac Humes there, one of the owners of Green Bee. I was trying to talk to him, then he seemed like something was going on. I was trying to introduce myself around the fire pit, but I got too scared. and didn't go up to him, but reached out to him recently. and hopefully going to be smoking some of their herb coming soon. 4.20 specials going on all over the place. Tonight, Four 4.20 shows. Put them all together. See how we've done in Alaska. Not as many parties going on tomorrow, I'm guessing. Thank you to sponsors, Alaskan Blooms, Chena Cannabis, Frison Farms, Green Dreams Cultivation. Of all the places you're going to go tomorrow, please support those that support the show. I'm going to be stopping by Alaskan Bloom's Gene Canvas. Maybe I'll see you guys there. Let's hear what's going on at Alaskan Bloom's tomorrow. Alaskan Bloom's. Tomorrow is 4.20. Be sure to stop by and take advantage of their amazing deals. Three grams of pre-rolls for $25. One gram or half gram options. $25 eighths in popular strains like Strawberry Ghost Hulk. Agent Carter, Clementine, and much more. All infused half gram pre-rolls are 15 bucks or less. 25% off edibles, 15% off concentrates. Buy any four THC infused beverages. Get the fifth for a penny. Fat eighths are back. Buy an eighth and we we'll weigh it out to four grams for you. Wow! Save up to 30% on CBD products, 10% off all accessories. Insane guys. New items for 420, Mac Terp Sugar in one gram, 3.5 and seven gram jars. Snow Chief, (sighs) Snow Monster Cross Secret Chief. Terp Sugar in one gram, three and a half gram and seven gram jars. Lemon Cheesecake, THCA one gram crystals. Blackberry Glue, THCA one gram crystals. Space Monkey, Blackberry infused half gram pre-rolls with oil and keef, Snow Ape, 49 flower, Slurricane flower, new accessories like gas masks, pipes, bongs, dab rigs, and more. Get on there and see your favorite bud tenders Alaskan Blooms for 420, open 8 a.m. to midnight. And please remember, they're doing their part to encourage safe business practices, including social distancing, and will limit the amount of people in their store at one time. Ask everybody to be respectful of others because if anybody has ever needed me, it's us in these strange times. Thank you, Alaskan Blooms. 8 a.m. to midnight, 2443 Arvilla Street, Fairbanks, AlaskanBlooms.com. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with the consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Welcome to Far North Tokers. This is episode 55, April 18th, 2017. Your host, Mid Toker. Thank you all for listening. Two days until April 20th. Favorite holiday of all Tokers. It's going to be another best bud tender showcase we have awesome bud tender from enlightened alaska victoria davis in anchorage this was a fun one one of the things that was interesting about this i just do in going through the skype we've been doing uh just audio when i get with victoria um she's got some camera running too and, uh, I was like, you oh, know, you can turn it off. You don't have to. I'm just doing audio. And she's just left it running. And halfway through uh, the interview, she pulls out this dab, starts hitting that. And I was like, yeah, that's, oh, that was a good time. So it was, it, it was nice to share a toke through Skype and have that be part of the show too. I had a good time in this one. I just want to keep doing this. Let's just keep on interviewing people around the state and in the industry, huh? What do you think? Let's get that going. All right, let's get to Davis. She's so much more enjoyable for us to do to than me. Here we go.
1: Yes, I'm a
0: Welcome to Far North Tokers, Victoria Davis. Thank you. It is so good to have another one of Alaska's best bud tenders. Nominated for the Cannabis Classic this year.
2: Indeed, yes.
0: So, um, one of the things that we're going for is we're trying to figure out how... How you got to this point? How did you get to be a bud tender? A lot of people are trying to be bud tenders. And this. how do you get involved? Uh, I've never been a bud tender before. Not many people in Alaska have. So how
2: how uh, did you get
3: there? What was your road?
2: Well, actually, I had um, moved out to Michigan in about 2012. And I fell into uh, looking for a medical dispensary down in Grand Rapids there for about a year. Um and then we um uh, my son and I decided that we wanted to move back home and that we missed Alaska a lot and just so happened that right at about that time they were just gonna do there and just been kind of the waiting game since then. So now we're here, we're open. Um and I just I was actually really nervous because I had, you know, connections in the community down in Michigan, but I didn't really know anybody, um, active up here, um, getting businesses open in the community quite yet. And so I was nervous about who I was going to end up working for. And one day I ended up just calling, um, calling Enlightened and asked them if they're hiring and letting them know that I had experience and, um, and such. And, we ended up talking on the phone for about thirty minutes, and we had really good chemistry, and it just kind of went from there. And we're very, very lucky to have such a great team, and um, they they pieced us together quite well. So,
0: oh, good. Well, kind what of other, my journey? What other jobs have you had before before butt tending?
4: Uh, well, I went to school for massage therapy initially. Um, at the beginning of my my time there, and I had actually have in- injuries that kind of prevent me from working as a massage therapist and um, working in the, the medical community um, down there in Michigan Just kind of opened my eyes to, you know, a lot of different benefits to cannabis that it provides for you. And so it's kind of my passion, my calling. So I'm actually back at school um, at UAA for biological sciences. Um, and we're just kind of going from there.
0: Great. Uh, it seems like a common thread I keep hearing is a lot of the top bud tenders come from a medicinal side wanting to help people.
4: Yeah. And I've done flogging and stuff like that. I actually come from a construction, um, uh, family background. My family's in trucking, um, in logistics, all that stuff. And, um, this is just kind of, this has been my passion. And so it's actually been quite, um, Quite a journey, actually, even opening their minds to um, to cannabis and the benefits that it provides versus just getting people stoned in the the typical um, stereotype of people who use cannabis.
5: Sure, it's it's been a
0: journey for a lot of us bringing others along,
1: huh?
0: Oh, nice. I'm glad you're token too. I'm going to join you. What are you token on there?
4: Uh super, super sour lemon.
0: Super sour lemon. I've got some fireweed myself. Very nice. So, so one of your. <laughs> got
4: and stuff, so I was ready to kind of blaze
0: down. Oh, right on. You're the first of the blood tenders that I've blazed with here, so that's good.
4: Well, glad to be the first.
0: Yes. So we all have our favorite strains. What is what is one of your strain what is one of your favorite strains that you've sold in a dispensary? Um,
4: we really like the, the critical sensey star that we had um cultivated by Fuzzy Buds there at our shop. Um I don't know if you're familiar, but it also made strain of the month there in Alaska Leaf. Um and that kinda kinda held a high standard there for for most of us. And um, we actually just got in some new product, but as far as as far as like a really good relaxation um, type strain, that was that was where it was at. I mean, my the uh, the tension in my muscles just completely like dissipated when I um, when I smoked Critical Sensi Star, and it was just super relaxing. I sleep like a baby.
2: Um, I'll remember yeah. that one.
0: I, I've had t- Sensi Star. I haven't had the Critical. So I'll keep that in mind for sure. Yeah.
2: Definitely as, a good one.
0: As part of bud tending, are there any dislikes? I mean, it's a super job, but what dislikes do you have of bud tending?
4: Ooh. Um I don't know that I have any necessarily dislikes um I mean Being at the the front door isn't like the funnest because we all kind of like rotate, but really that's just part of taking turns and taking turns and being part of the team.
0: Um, Right, just that initial meet and greet, huh? As they're walking in, right, carding.
4: Yeah. Well, it's just it gets really cold right there by the front door sometimes, (laughs) but I don't know. Oh, just
3: nature. it's just nature it has nothing to do with any way you yeah. feel just it's cold
4: yeah <laughs> indeed so right? um yeah i mean there's really i haven't come across anything that's been i mean a dislike so far
0: not nah, good so say someone's gonna come tending with you tomorrow what is what are two or three rules that you're going to say these are rules that you have to have these are rules that you have to live by a bartender.
4: tender uh, well you need to know your products for sure um and i mean even if it's just the basic knowledge of them um kind of the effects that they provide you really need to have an understanding of that just so that you can point consumers in the right direction i mean you don't want somebody to that normally you know comes in and says Hey, you know, I've been known to have anxiety and then you're giving them a straight on full sativa, like nonetheless with high THC and that could give them a really bad anxiety attack. So it's just really being knowledgeable about your products and what you're giving to consumers.
0: Yes, people are asking, aren't they? You are, you are the first ed- line of education. They're asking, what did, what do you like? What, did, what do you recommend? All those things, right?
4: Oh, right. And I mean, even, um, I mean we have a little bit older gener- generation as far as our like study demographic goes and a lot of them they don't they don't know what concentrates are, you know. They're they're using like good old fashioned hash, which I have yet to actually have seen in our stores yet. And they're there's like what is this? And you you have to explain this product to them and they're just they're blown away nonetheless how to consume it.
0: Oh, it's uh, scary bringing that piece of fire.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty um something else.
0: Well good, what else? Uh so you have know your product.
4: Uh, know your product, make sure you're compliant. Huh. Um, that's a really key uh I think honestly that'd be the most important um component as far as um how strict our industry is. I mean if you're not compliant then you know that puts you at risk at being shut down or you know fined at the least. Um it and... doesn't
0: matter how good of a bud tender you are, does it Victoria if you're not if the door if the door gets shut.
4: The door is
1: shut. If right. <laughs> you don't want to if you want to call that, call If you want to that,
4: so it's, you know, about being compliant and knowing your laws and knowing the right regulations and just following what's set in stone there.
0: All right, good. Any positive stories to share, like customers coming in or what? what's something that you can really come away with as being a tender?
4: Um, just educating people, really. I mean, right now in our state, we're not even allowed to carry CBDs, but we can always educate people on where to go get CBDs, you know, or their effects or being able to just talk about CBDs and the benefits that they provide Um, is really, it's, you can just kind of see the the light in their eyes of like, wow, there's hope right now kind of thing. When you, when you talk about those products with them, um, a lot of people just want relief or to relax. And we have such a large demographic. It's absolutely, it's a beautiful industry.
0: All types are coming through, aren't there?
4: Oh yeah, most definitely. I mean, from different age range to race to just different people in general different characteristics so you really have to um you really have to be flexible to adjust to that and um, be able to communicate with i mean and people that might not speak english as well and you have to find a way to kind of communicate with them on you know what they're looking for so there's challenges but it's definitely fun and it leaves it room for
0: for growth. Oh, great. Well, well, Victoria, I w- I want to thank you for coming on. You've definitely proven why you're on that list of top bud tenders. Anything you want, why don't you tell us a little bit about the dispensary you work at as you leave and, um, anything else you want to share?
4: Um, uh, well, I work for Enlighten, Alaska. We're at, um, 2600 Bernard road here in Anchorage, right across from, um, Chilkoot Charlie's windmill parking lot there. Um, We carry a good selection of flour concentrates. Um, We have edibles as well. We even keep a a good size pipe selection so that if we have, you know, somebody who hasn't consumed in many years, they have the availability to get what they need all in one place and have the availability to consume. So it's definitely – Yeah, stop by and see us. You can check out our menus and stuff on Weed Maps. It's kind of what everybody's using right now, so that you kind of know what we have for availability and um, and to see who's been out there and who's coming online.
0: Summer tour should be great. I can't wait till summer tour, hitting
4: all you guys, meeting you guys. Yeah, and yeah, there's there's a lot of good good events going on this summer. It sounds like so we'll be getting all kinds of people.
0: Well. Thank you again for coming on. I really
6: appreciate it.
4: Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. Um, best of best of luck to you and to the industry. And I, I think we're gonna see amazing things happen here.
0: Oh, you know it. Thank you All much. right, and I'm, let's let's go out on a toke. Hit hit yours. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna hit mine. And All uh, right. yeah, thanks again. This it's been a fun yeah, one. Yeah,
4: thank you, man. Yeah, you too
1: side
0: don't it on the carpet so why is 420 so important stone I've been hearing about it for a long time it's 420 time to smoke April 20th it's a special day uh let us contemplate this as I take a hit of this mind. Not mind warp memory loss. Interesting. Memory loss. alright Let's hit this. I
1: mm. love you, memory Jane. never complains
0: when I With that flame, I light up the When pre- I 420 celebrations, festivities. Let's find out the history of 420. According to Time Magazine, last year, April 19, 2016. Olivia Waxman, here's the real reason we associate 420 with weed. Both marijuana smokers and non-smokers recognize April 20th or 420 as a national holiday for cannabis culture. But few actually know how the date got chosen. Some say 420 is code among police officers for marijuana smoking in progress. That's what I always thought. Some note 420 is also Adolf Hitler's birthday. Frank Turney said that yesterday. And some go as far as to cite Bob Dylan's song, Rainy Day Women, number 12 and 35 inch, because 12 multiplied by 35 equals 420. But, to put it bluntly, those rumors are false. The most credible story traces the date to Marin County, California. In 1971, five students at San Rafael High School would reportedly meet at 420 by the campus' statue of chemist Louis Pasteur to partake. Two of these students, David Reddix and Steve Capper. Wrote an article for the Huffington Post about how this group, known as the Waldos, because they met at a wall, would say 420 to each other as code for marijuana. A brother of a group member apparently knew Grateful Dead bassist Phil Lesh, so the band is said to have helped popularize the term. December 28, 1990, deadheads in Oakland handed out flyers reportedly inviting people to smoke 420 on April 20th at 420 p.m and one got in the hands of Steve Bloom, a former reporter for High Times Magazine an authority on cannabis culture. Once the publication published the flyer in 1991 and continued to reference the number, it became known globally for its association with marijuana. In 1998, the outlet recognized the Waldos as the inventors of 420 after they came forward. Bloom, now the publisher of CelebStoner.com, has credited the people who wrote the flyer for the date's reputation as an annual gathering of pot smokers. They wanted people all over the world to get together on one day each year and collectively smoke pot at the same time, he wrote last year. They birthed the idea of a stoner holiday, which April 20th has become. Mm. Thank you, guys. Ah. Yeah, get another one. Get another one in all that. I know there's been times when I haven't had weed, and at 420 I can take a collective hit and know someone out there is getting high. Let's see what's going on in Fairbanks here on 420. Over at Dab Lab, Alaska. It's the place, they say, for the 420 celebration. First 150 people eat lunch on them. Best barbecue in town provided by Bad to the Bone. Live DJ action from your boy Red Dot. 20% off store-wide. 30% off select items. First 30 people that spend $100 get a grab bag valued between $10 and $100. Everyone that spends over $100 gets entered in a drawing for a new piece valued over 100 Store opens at 10. Feud and music start at noon. Tell all your friends, feel free to share, they say. All right. Maybe I'll be down there, too. And at the blue loom, Cheech and Chong up in smoke. Ooh. On-site consumption. Hey, hey, thank you for joining us on this special showcase edition of Bar October. Please take time to vote for your favorite tender at gocannabisclassic.com slash vote. Find me on Facebook, MidToker, and farmoretokers.com. Safe!
7: Hello, Fairbanks. This is Marcy from Alaskan Blooms. I wanted to tell you about one of our brand new strains that just was released this week in time for 420. It's Agent Carter. Agent Carter is a combination of OG Chem and Pineapple Express. You're going to find this strain to be balancing, uplifting, and just so tasty and gassy. And another thing is it's just as dense as dense can be. Come by and see us. I know you'll love this one.
0: 8 a.m. Medina, 2443 Villa Street, Fairbanks, AlaskanBlooms.com. Agent Carter by Andrew DeLory from CA to AK Genetics. Welcome to Far North Coast. This is episode ninety. April 22nd, 2018, your host, Nick Toker. Thank you all for listening. Two days after 420, I hope you had a great time. I know I did. My day ended a little earlier than I was planning on it. At least being mid-Toker, spent a lot of time just hanging out with kids. Mom, kids, you know, watching movies. And one thing that sticks out to me, watching some old movies that I used to like and It is amazing how many cannabis references there are in those old movies of the eighties and nineties. Two that stick out immediately that I just watched. We just watched Jaws. Very first scene in the beginning, they're on the on the beach, Smoking Jays passing around. Movie we watched last night, Lost Boys. Down in the lair, the vampire lair. Keeper Sutherland character, the the mini head vampire hands the guy a joint and it's like sending him into the trippy lands, Jim Morrison in the background. People are strange, you know, amazing. How many of those old movies, just the joints passed around and no one ever noticed. Oh yeah. And also grandfather was growing weed in the back. Good times. They just slip it in there, right? I'm going to pay attention to more of those. If, If you see any more, You notice as you're watching movies that stick out, they just just pop them in there. Shoot them over to me. Midtoker at farnortokers.com. I want to catch all those. I I like seeing those. Well, get back to 420. 420 had a big day planned. Started off going picking up Frank Turney. Co-pilot for the afternoon. Had a little fun adventure with him going down to Grass Station. Check out some things. Gave away some, you know, lighters for liking... Barnard Tokers, thanks a lot. That really helped the show a little bit. Got some more likes there. Hope gave away a lot of Grass Station 49 lighters. Definitely hoping that went down well. I know I had like three of them. I had a few already, so I was happy to add another one to my collection. Got that honey banana. On. That one's been sitting with me for a while. I'm saving on that of one of my 420 buys. I'm going to be, that'll be the last item. One of the first buys in the very beginning. And I really liked that one. It's one of the ones I really appreciated. Bob's Morning Bear Cultivation. Honey banana. Mmm. Looking so forward to opening this. Went down to Dad Lab. Got myself a new pipe. Really liked this thing. It was good talking to Gary. I haven't met Gary in person before, so it was good bouncing around. And He had bad to the bone barbecue there. That was good as well. Oh man, it was a good time. I think that's what hit me. Smoking some good herb. Eating a mm, great barbecue sandwich. And then we head over to Mark and Mary's house. Had a little gathering there. Passed around some Jays. It was a good time. Good little meetings. Went back. Dropped Frank off. Went home. Settled in for the evening. One of the things we're going to talk about today is something that Frank brings up. As we're talking, when I go and pick him up, Talk a little bit, you know, standard stuff, smoke a little. And he brings up this idea that Lance Roberts and Vivian Stiver are back at it again. We thought it was over, didn't we? It's not. It's not over. They're coming back again. They're gathering signatures. I didn't quite believe him. but Then I was sent an email yesterday. Someone sent me an email from Lance Roberts himself. He is gathering up his own army to assemble tomorrow, April 23rd at City Hall, 5 o'clock. Fairbanks City Hall is going to be talking cannabis tomorrow. Regulations. Pretty much it has to do with limiting the amount. The mayor wants it set at 12. Not really think we need a limit. There aren't that many now. The market will decide on this. Another thing is odor. It's going to be interesting. I'm going to try to make it down to this one because there's no there's no record of that meeting that happened last week. I It was broadcast, but I didn't get a chance to record it. So I might go down tomorrow and record some things and see see what they've come up with in the last couple of weeks. As Mayor Matherly says, the people are demanding us answer. There's questions. There's questions. All right, Mayor Matherly. I know Frank's going to be down there. There are a lot of other people down there. If you Want to hear what's going on? You get time to talk, hmm. Maybe not time to talk, get some public comment later. You'll have time to talk, but maybe in the beginning it's just a work session. Maybe let the stakeholders get their say. Hmm, well, we'll start off here with my meeting with Frank and then we're going to go over, read the letter, see what Lance has to say. All right, let's go. into Frank's place, see if he enters the door, should be here, we shall see.
8: Hey Frank!
5: Happy 420, Frank.
6: <laughs> Hold on. Hey, hey. <laughs> okay. hey! happy birthday! I didn't know yours on 420.
0: It's next week. That's just uh, I just.
6: Was that a bullshit?
0: <laughs> is it like is Midtoker set to 420?
6: Well, yes.
5: I must have just made that.
3: Huh? I just must have made that. It's next week.
6: <laughs> it's 427. Hey, grab that chair there.
0: So what you doing on your 420?
6: Huh? We're live. You are the first person. I don't know. What am I doing on 420 2018? I thought it was your birthday. Happy birthday. It is your birthday. It's Mid Tokyo's birthday. Damn. I left my <laughs> weed in the car. Left your what? Weed. Right here. We got some here. Don't worry about that. What you smoking? Well, some of that... Uh, Oh, Grease Monkey? Uh, a Grease Monkey. That's From Grass Station? Stuff. Yeah, that's good shit there. Let me see it. Where's the pack? Where's the what? Where's the pack? Are you left-handed? Yeah, I'm left-handed. Sweet. I know. You I, got a left-handed bull. You know, I got that at the Grass Station. Hey, where's your Grass Station lighter? Oh, I've got mine. I don't even know where it's at. I got one. I believe you. We got to use Grass Station no, lighter. No, I out there dead. I had to get on that. what do you call them? I'm pretty, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I uh, ate a little bit of shrooms. Oh,
9: man.
6: <laughs> when did you start shrooming? Oh, uh, a few days ago. Well, what do you mean, a few days ago? Like, when did you eat? You ate a few shrooms a few days ago? Or when you did thir- some- <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, did you know this? Uh, just like anything else, uh, shrooms go back about 10,000 years for uh, medicinal uses. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For when nutritional did- and for healing purposes. Now, uh, since I had that uh, melanoma cancer taken out of my left ear, it's serious. So, uh, just recently, I just went to uh, the uh, Dermatology just the other day and had a biopsy on my nuts. Um, uh. <laughs> so, I can tell people if they take my nuts, I'll be half nuts. <laughs> <coughs> I don't think you're ever going to be half nuts, Frank. Right? Anyway, that was the most chilling experience I ever had, but there were two women And uh, she said for the next, the first 10 seconds, it's going to sting. Woo! Could you imagine that down on your nuts? Did it sting? In your scrotum? Woo! Did it sting? Oh, yeah, I felt it. But then after that, you know, they had to cut a piece off to the biopsy, Uh both areas. And so they sent it to, I think, Massachusetts. Seattle, Oregon, wherever it is. Uh, Ends up, you're good? I I should know something about a week, but, uh, you know, I've been checked. Where I was freaked out, you know. I've been with Marge for 30 years, and after she left, I messed around for a few times, but I thought I had something. So I've been blood tested for gonorrhea, syphilis, everything you can think of, you get what? Came out negative, okay. Okay. But then this is what happened. They said that uh, hepatitis 3... You know what I mean? Yeah. It's serious. That's most 70% of hepatitis 3 is to IV drug users. Right. And I freaked out. I, when I said negative, I thought, damn, my God. So I called the hospital. I said, wait a minute. I've never shot a needle up in my arm in my life. You, you thought you had at all the hospital? States. He said, Frank, you read it wrong. Negative means you don't have it. Oh, <laughs> I must have really been strewn in that day. So yeah, have a puff of this. <laughs>
0: Fairbanks gets to have Gadfly, Frank, turning around for a little bit longer, huh? Well, I don't know, you know,
6: um, whatever happens, happens. I don't know, I hope I don't have cancer or anything, See, that's the thing. You haven't found out yet? No, I'll tell you, that's what a is all about. I thought you came back. No, it didn't come back yet, I just had it uh, two days ago. Oh, Frank, we we'll prayed praying for you, man. Uh, oh, yeah, I just went had it just two days ago. You wonder last You heard of them, haven't you? Yeah. No.
0: All right, Frank. We, we I talk-
6: had uh, Dr. Soto. She was right over here at that town out of clinic. She took the uh, melanoma uh, cancer out of my left ear. and But that's been about four years ago. <laughs> I tell you that uh, like, That what, what kind of monkey? What? What was that? You know, I brought the package. In. monkey. I brought that little package in there with me, just so I could get the name of it <laughs> when I was on the computer. Look at all this stuff. Jesus I know. I've got them. I saved my trash i all my pack we're looking at all Frank's packages. I saved them bottles. They're nice. They're nice. Why ones. would a guy spend that much money on them <laughs>
0: bottles? Because it's top shelf yeah. weed there.
6: I mean, you know, that, that came most of it is good.
0: You know, you well,
6: to get it. The, the rest of them will get rid of them bottles.
0: I think it's fine. I think it's fine to spend a little bit extra
6: money on your Her, I, got, I tried to get along with you, but you know, when she came to city council. Uh, the owner of good, the big tall gal, good looking gal. Christian? Yeah. Christian Hood? Yeah. She, come, she comes there, man, I'm telling you. Uh, well, she just trying to get PR over the radio about her business. But the, the way she comes across, she's not doing too good. Why? Why's that? Now, here's what I'm going to tell you. Every something. time I've met with her, that. she's been really nice. I It hasn't reached the millionaire, the million dollar revenue uh, yet. Fairbank City? Revenue coming in the city. No. No, it hasn't yet. So, I've been checked. so I went to Clearworth and I said, well, he said, yeah, we were just wondering, he says, uh, whether these guys are being successful or not. And I said, well, I hope they are. And I see the only way that uh, everything's confidential. Just for instance, I went in there and I wanted to find out how much uh, uh, Grab Station 49 or, or Good or Good Sense, you know, what they brought in. A revenue. That's all confidential. No. Everything now comes into a lump sum. You can see a total. All together. A total. That's what the only thing they can give you is a total because Divide right it by seven and do some algebra. That's what they, that's what they'll probably do. Oh yeah, on the finances of the it'd be interesting because what I ha- what I did I wanted to find out uh thrifty liquor over here. Right. How much of revenue they brought in. man, they can do good business over there. And, uh, oh, and that's it? when I found out that it's confidential, and I thought, "Wow, if that's confidential, what about the retail cannabis? Well, that's also confidential to find out. But oh yeah, they can add it up. But how can they? How can they tell what the numbers are? Which which retail store, though? Well, they know what it is. They're just not going to tell you. Yeah, but it has not reached the. I thought it. it it would already reach the $1 million. What you is it, just about seven? I can Just put, put in some algebra to use,
0: Frank. There's what? Seven in the
6: city? Six in the city? Right. And then just, do you think all of them make the same? you got to realize what's happening right now. Frank can't hear here. Lance and Vivian Stiver over here at a local church collecting signatures. I wrote that in there. For what? Well, they're trying to uh, uh, change things again. Where do they gather signatures for? Get signature the is in the city. They're, they want to outlaw it. To outlaw it again? Yeah, I can imagine that over they're, here. They're gathering signatures now. Yes, to outlaw yes, it yes. Vivian oh, and man. Lance met over here at a local church there. What's the one over there going out on the streets? The Bible Baptist? The Bible Baptist Church. No. Yes, yes. And so I was invited to go there, and I thought, well... I just didn't feel like it. I well, don't know well, what at the time. Because yeah. they said they were talking about the Bill of Rights and all that. There's a big meeting going on over there. Well, it was more than the Bill of Rights. It was Vivian diver. Can you imagine this? Now, that's why. Uh, She's back. I wish she'd just go that's away. That's why, Lexi, it, uh, did you see what she said? Hmm. We better start getting people to register to vote again. Yeah, Come October, they're ready to put something on the ballot. Register can of warriors. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to take a ride? Yes, yeah, she's a reefer mad madness, something. But what about now? Uh, what are they wasting their time on when the president has already said, he told the attorney general section to leave it alone. Leave it alone. When there, Where there's but, a will, there's a way. But under the... Uh, isn't that the municipalities have that power to change? Mm-hmm. Isn't that?
3: Yeah, they can outlaw that.
6: That was under the agreement when we voted to legalize. ordinance legalized? or public initiative. Wow. So the local government mm. could do it or public
0: initiative, like North Pole. Right. Public initiative. Hey, you want to ride? I got to go to Grass Station.
6: Right. You want to ride down with me? Yeah, definitely, definitely.
0: And I maybe go. I'm going to go down to Dab Lab too. You want to get lunch? What would you think if I sang out it to Would you stand up Now be a patron of FarNorthTokers at patreon.com slash midtoker. Listener supporting the artist financially for as little as $2 a month. You can steer the show through guest suggestions and reviews. Patreon helps continue new weekly shows. let me know Far North Tokers is important to you, and I can just keep on keeping. Thank you. Now, for some reason, Mr. Roberts thinks that people he sends emails to do not support cannabis. Someone on the Fairbanks conservative list has forwarded an email from Lance Roberts. He goes to talk about facilities, junkyard fund, budget, and then let's rehash hashish. Let's not forget that this is still a Schedule 1 drug per the federal government. He sounds like he is a lapdog to Sessions. He's not running for public office again here in Fairbanks. What does he have planned? What is he going to be doing here in the fall? Oh, he's rallying some troops. Schedule 1. Schedule 1 drugs, substances, or chemicals are defined as drugs with no currently accepted medical use and a high potential for abuse. Some examples of Schedule I drugs are heroin, LSD, cannabis, ecstasy, methoquilone, and peyote. This Monday, April twenty-third, two 2018, at 5 p.m. at the City Council meeting, there will be an opportunity to speak out about any concerns if they don't limit the number of marijuana businesses in the city get there early as you have to sign up ahead time to testify let's discuss just a few reasons why on God's green earth we might want to limit this remember this is Lance Roberts talking number one uh, hold on number one good cannabis that's gorilla glue I went in there to check out their 420 specials mmm going to get their pre-rolls but lucky me their grams of flour were also on sale for ten dollars. Now, I just empty my pre-rolls into the grinder anyway. Add a little one or so mm. when I saw flour for ten bucks, bang, Durban Poison, seven oh seven headband, DJ shortfall. But right now, Gorilla Glue was not available in flour, only pre-roll. I think I can turn that up too, right? Gorilla Glue. (laughs) Number one, it's a community nuisance. Neighborhood disruption and intimidation caused in part by increased transient visitor. Increased traffic to a residential neighborhood of strangers is alarming to the residents. What could possibly be going through our minds? Drug activity, perhaps? Most crimes happen between midnight to 5 a.m., just about the time most drug users are active. Number two, it encourages idiocy. Please don't fall for the stereotype. I've met some very intelligent, eloquent potheads. But just because you can wax philosophical and hold a job, upper-level government, no doubt, doesn't mean that you aren't making fundamentally flawed decisions in your life that will eventually catch up to you. And in the meanwhile, hurt heard others. Last week, I had to call the police on a lady high on weed. I was pulling out, turning right, and she was on my left, dancing around like a loon. Well, as I was waiting for vehicles to pass, she starts yelling at us and came across to the side to get in. Thankfully, by that time, I was free to pull out and let her in my dust. Different strains produce different results. It's still a psychotropic drug and makes some just go out of their mind. Just be careful out there. Do you believe this? This is fucking crazy. She was high on weed. A lady high on weed. How does he know? What is he talking This is so crazy. This is crazy. I got to get Lance Roberts on the show. Got to get Lance Roberts on the show. All right. Number three. Allergies and smell. Exposure of school-aged children and other sensitive residents to cannabis. We have very little knowledge of how this will affect us by way of allergies unless you've already been around it and know how your body responds. But the smell... To have to put up with skunkweed on a daily basis would be nauseating and terrifying. It's like being stuck with a pig farmer next door. At some point you realize you can't get much lower. Unless, of course, it was an actual pig farmer. Mmm. Lance isn't making friends with pig farmers. Number four, cannabis sales to minors and violent crimes. Interject here. Have we seen any violent crime or sales to minors in Fairbanks, North Borough? I haven't heard of anything. Doesn't mean it hasn't happened. Come on. Sales to minors and violent crimes associated with the regulated cannabis business. do all well, thanks to the Lance. Back to the letter. Number four, cannabis sales to minors and violent crimes. These here and above were actually all reasons that L.A. had while they were deciding how to regulate marijuana businesses. Surely a city that's had the advantage of so much time dealing with the industry would be able to provide valuable insight as to what we should watch out for. I'm just hoping we have men and women wise enough to listen. See you at City Hall and Borough Chambers. All right, Warriors, Far North Tokers. I think this was actually written to you guys. Action alert. April twenty third, Monday at five PM, City Council testimony needed to limit cannabis business and city limits. He's gonna have his people there. Are we gonna have ours? Go get him. He's going to keep on bringing it up. You know he is. You know he is. They're gathering signatures. What are they gathering signatures for? What is this going to say? I think they're just gathering signatures again to ban it. It's allowed. There's nothing stopping them. So here they come again. They were overwhelmingly beat, but they're going to try again. They're just going to waste money. That's the point, I think, right now. They just have to gather signatures. They don't spend a lot of money. The industry spends a lot of money fighting it, wasting a lot of time resources when we could just be living life. It's Fairbanks changed that much, folks. All you Far North Tokers out there, Pray to whatever God you pray to that Frank Turney gets some good news this week. He's waiting to hear back about his biopsy. Come on, Frank. You got this. What do you think they would say? Hey, hey! Thank you for joining us on Far North Toker. Chena Cannabis, North Pole Cannabis Dispensary, 1725 Richardson Highway, between North Pole and Fairbanks, right before the Badger Road exit. You're going to love this place. Convenient access right off the highway. On the way out of town, stock up on some of my favorite in-house strains. Big Smooth, Fruity Pebbles, always a $5 pre-roll special, and $10 grams, flour, edibles, concentrates, and your smoking accessory needs. Check out the full menu on Leafly.com. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 p.m., Saturday 10 to 10, Sunday noon to 8. You don't have to drive all the way to Fairbanks for your cannabis needs. Save your time! Get your quality cannabis at Chena Cannabis, your North Pole cannabis dispensary. Chena Cannabis. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Welcome to Far North To- this is episode 134, April 21st, 2019, with your host, Nid Toker. Thank you all for listening. Happy Easter. This was a nice day to recover from yesterday, I'm sure. 420, 2019. Had a great time over at Yeti's Place. <laughs> quieting down, 6 o'clock at the Dabin' Cabin. Oh, you're going okay.
8: <laughs> What's
1: going on, Doughboy?
6: It
2: ain't quieting down.
0: It's not quieting down? Hello.
2: Hello. How are
0: you? Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Made me think, you know, private property, completely fine to be consuming. There were a bunch of places around town, you know, retail stores. That were doing their thing, having the bands, having the food trucks, having sales, can't consume. We're going to get there. We're going to get there, Alaska. Not yet. Today, we're just going to listen back to last week's city council meeting and hear the reefer madness crowd. They're the ones that are trying to take away on-site consumption, cannabis in general. Be happy if it was gone. Too far gone. Out of the box. You cannot get it back. Let's give thanks to the idea that we have legal cannabis. We have cannabis in general. Sit back and just listen to the craziness. I'm going to be joining you. I'm going to be toking on some Mylock. My good buddy, Thomas Black. Gave me some choice nugs over the 420 weekend I was enjoying. Thanks to token sponsors, a.k.a. Ed. Green Dreams, Cultivation, and prison Farms. Remember, these are just citizens talking. They have a right to speak, but know that this voice is out there. If these people are talking, there's a this tip of the iceberg. For now, it's legal. And Vivian Stiver is not on the board. <sighs> Let's listen to this Reefer Madness Let's go. I guess let's get to grinding while we're waiting, huh? Thank you, Thomas. Let's put a little nugget in here. Now what we're going to do, this is Fairbanks City Council. We'll hear the ordinance brought up and then, you know, we're not going to hear the pros. Just going to listen to the reefer madness.
4: We are now at item D of Unfinished Business, Ordinance number 6101, an ordinance amending FGC Section 14-213, Restrictions on Marijuana Establishments to Allow On-Site Consumption in Accordance with State Law. Introduced by council members Kuhn and Otterston, this is second reading and public hearing.
0: here we go.
9: Mike crox, I'm not a fan of marijuana, but I am a fan of this ordinance because I don't think that it is the government's responsibility to dictate what other people should do. I heard the argument of the quote in Titus. I can't remember which letter he wrote, but Paul also wrote, don't turn to the government to solve your problems, solve your own problems. What he was getting at was that the scripture is written for you. When I read it, it's written for me. When you read it, it's written for you. But When you read it, it's not written for me. And that's a very important principle for us to keep in mind. This doesn't, the public consumption is still against state law. It doesn't change that. This requires the approval of the board, the marijuana Alcohol Control Board. It's not a Wild West situation. I think I, I buy into the argument that we haven't seen problems because marijuana was made more available. Uh, we, I, I haven't noticed them. I haven't heard a lot in the newspaper about it. I don't think it's caused much of a problem. I think they're being very responsible, trying to trying to be very responsible about that. And. Really, the biggest reason is that I'm working on this uh, air quality thing, and we have the government telling us about our air quality, who has the right to do this and who has the right to do that, and that has caused nothing but problems in this community. It's been a very expensive (coughs) endeavor, and it's very difficult because we have people depending on the government to do things. Like we we can't use ESPs because they're not proven. Well, that's silly. In the same way that police officers are saying we don't have a way to figure out if you're using marijuana. Except it should only be determined by behavior. And if you're acting goofy and irresponsibly, then that's whether it's marijuana or not, doesn't matter. So there's a lot of arguments that uh, really aren't supported by the evidence from a public policy perspective. And there is evidence of the government getting in the way of people interacting with each other to control each other's behavior on a personal level, to to get together. If I don't like marijuana, I need to talk to her and convince her. Or if she doesn't like it, she needs to get together and talk to me. But neither of us need to go to you to talk to each other. That's silly. So we should just let them regulate themselves. So far, they have been doing a very good job, and I do support this ordinance.
0: Thank you, Mike. No victim, no crime. We've been doing fine. Again, Mike Prax doesn't like government telling us what to do. If you've got a problem with your neighbor, talk to your neighbor. Don't use government.
10: Smoking in public places will be dangerous to to all, all people. Uh, people get f- uh, feeling at peace, hurting eases, and aches and pains go away. Sounds it, good. It, it, and like alcohol... Resting in a chair in a public place, you might put your head on the table, or sit it, sit outside on the ground, or you might lay on the road, or get, you get so far gone you don't move, and then someone has to move you, uh, and sometimes you can't talk or you you can't tell them where you live, so either like many uh, say. detox has to come, but detox didn't used to. Care, take anybody except alcoholics. And if you can't tell them if you're, what you're taking, uh, they're not gonna know what to do. So they'll call the police. And the police, uh, have to take them somewhere. So they'll, they'll be just, you have to get a place where you put people sh- that don't know, know where they're about going. Cannabis. And and they they will lay around anywhere under tables, uh, in public hallways. So it will just take more community right resources because they will get in your hallway. It sounds
0: like siesta If you time, leave your
10: front porch open, they will get and sleep on your floor. And it ambulances or the community bus will not know where to take you. And and they have to lift you, so somebody has to be la- lifting you. Uh, they will be laying anywhere, uh, uh and we don't know how much will be dangerous to take because when you're taking a mind-altering drug, you don't know when to stop. So we don't know what how far you can go taking drugs, or even if you mix alcohol and drugs and kids will pick up butts uh, and try them and, and they're they're putting them in brownies and cookies and cakes so so we don't know what we're getting at any time we may buy, get something and we will take it ourselves because we don't know and it's causing pollution
0: she shouldn't brought her up there
5: Two uh, years ago, and before that, uh, I was with the group uh, Safe Neighborhoods Fairbanks. Maybe you remember it, and uh, we, oh, we got creamed it. in the uh, in the voting. It was seventy uh, thirty. Got um, People want That's their right. drugs. They they want their uh, pot. But what's interesting is at the <laughs> fair, and the Halloween library, and just generally around, uh, we when we did all the uh, petition signing to get it on the ballot. Um, the ProPod people pretty much said uniformly, pretty much this is just for us to buy, take home, basically get buzzed. Who are you, you talking about? Uh, no, no on-site consumption. Now that, that it's like going to a liquor store and drinking in front of the counter. It, no, uh, we're not doing that. But you know, it's just kind of part of this have you progression. Heard of a bar, you know, a bar? one ounce for personal use, and then you know we we did legalize uh, growing, manufacturing, retail sales, and now they have a pot soda and cookies and pot uh, the whole whole thing there. Um, but there's no field test for people getting buzzed on site. Uh, they're under the influence. There's no way in court to scientifically uh, verify Meg it. said earlier. Happen, you go over the line, you're impaired. There's basically um, no moral standards going you're on impaired. that uh, would you know slow this down. And the tax revenue, everybody says, is really attractive. Since uh, Fairbanks demand their drugs, um, so be it. So I just have a suggestion. Um, damn the family values. Throw it out the window. Let's do this. Let's just make this a pop uh, pot capital of Fairbanks. Let's, let's go ahead and uh, you know, cash in and solve our money problems by uh, giving uh, businesses that start up, give them a tax break, no, no taxes for a year or two. Um, uh, let's quadruple our output and sell it to the world. I mean, you know, yes. it's kind of a sliding scale, and uh, it's on-site consumption is part world. of it. As a wrestling coach, I'm, I'm all in for the youth, and I just don't see how this is good uh, for our youth immersing them in this culture. Well, legal access.
0: Right, It's always about the kids. Sell it to the world. What is this guy talking about? He's just trying to bring in more propaganda. He's trying to go that sarcastic route. I agree with all of it. Let's make Fairbanks the capital. Let's sell it to the world. Sodas. Candies. Sounds great.
1: On the risk of knowing that my love may soon be gone, we can work it out, we can work
0: it out. Who's next? What you say, you can get it wrong,
11: Lance Roberts. So I guess I should... First uh, answer, what's been brought up, That Ooh, let's. you're not going to make any extra tax money from this because people are going to buy all the marijuana they can buy. It's just where they smoke it um, and eat it is what's going to come out of this. Smoke at home, no and tax that, money. That, of course, is we're the we're real out, crux a of the problem. You know, with alcohol, you have a make range money. of moderation. Someone can drop by a bar on the way home and get one beer or something. It depends on body weight and everyone's different. <clears throat> but there's a certain amount. That you're just relaxed and you haven't reached the state of impairment. With mind-altering I bet drugs, if he takes one all of them, Compared to you're ten? going to be impaired. You Man, know, I just, just had this happen to me where uh, no I just range. had a medical procedure and I was on anesthesia and I got off it. And I felt I ate a bunch when I came off. They were really surprised. I was ready to go. I could drive. No problem. He's tough. But the doctor wasn't excited about that. My wife, the nurse, wasn't excited about that. <laughs> they said 24 hours, don't drive. His wife?
1: Where's his right? wife coming
11: and, um, from?
0: I haven't heard that in a while.
11: There's just cautions that have to be taken. One of the problems, of course, one of the other differences between um, the marijuana and alcohol is that a lot of it's smoked. And so you can't have a designated driver in a smoking facility. That doesn't work. You know, you I up. was really happy that this council supported smoke-free Alaska, and that they um, said no to on-site consumption. And those two positions, on-site consumption and smoke-free, are in direct opposition to each other. You know, that smoke gets everywhere, smoke and everyone is going to be affected by it. So you're not going to have designated drivers the same way. What do they? You know, have a separate room, designated designated drivers aren't just going to go so they can sit in a separate room. That's not why people people go to bars. or They go as a designated driver so they can hang out with the group they're and drink their bars? grape juice and be the good guy that night. So you you're just going to have up. more problems. Um, Colorado has shown a huge market increase in DUIs. Washington State, the stats are out there. You can find them. Um, that's not what we need in this town is more of that. You know, I'm sure all of us in this room know somebody who's died from a DUI. You know, That's the impact it's had on Fairbanks. And we don't need more drugged drivers on the road. So please remember that. Remember, you're not going to make any extra money off this. This doesn't provide you with money. It just changes the venue and
0: the police are just going to to do a lot more work. It's already happening, right? People are driving around. If you make on site consumption, it's not going to change the fact that people are driving. You can't punish before it happens. Start enforcing.
3: I'm here uh, today to encourage you to vote against Ordinance Six One Zero
1: One.
3: Um, the Fairbanks Daily News Miner the other day gave a great news article on this, which I hope you all read. I, with the Chief of Police and Lieutenant, uh, do not believe that this gets us anywhere as a community. Furthermore, instead what of going you, forward, I wonder this, how the new th- chief This feels. move, if this was passed, will pull us backwards That's as it doctor. hinders public safety, employee safety increases crime much more. <sighs> the Chief of Police uh, adequately explained the other day, that we don't have the resources to cope with being a test case, paving the way for the rest of the nation. Marijuana is not like alcohol; you can't have a designated driver in a with smoke, like you could at an alcoholic facility. I'm true. Therefore, this will require the use of taxis or rideshare mechanism to be set up by the one using marijuana. Sadly, many may not seek to use this or procure this course of action, or maybe unable to do so due to their impaired thinking after using marijuana and this them doing this will result in increased injury and death due to impaired individuals driving without designated drivers additionally we heard from Dupi, interior alaska certified drug expert that it can take hours for uh, to get the blood drawn from when the officer originally pulls over the suspected impaired individual Moreover, our police officers are required to obtain a search warrant before they can draw blood. What? They're required they to it. obtain and a search blood, warrant? by the time the blood is tested, the marijuana is already reduced uh, crazy to a level kid. where there is no more active ingredient to identify. Furthermore, as others have said, there's no nationally recognized standard for a limit of marijuana. So even if the officers were able to identify the level that was in someone, uh, how do they know if they're going to be able to apply to UI? Shouldn't they wait until they can figure Blood it out? Jury Furthermore, I spoke with a friend of mine just recently that was not able to be here, but he called me to ask me to say this for him. Thank that you. Due to, um, that they live right next to one of these establishments. And they told told me that they were frustrated when their multiple appeals to, when originally they were trying to set up the establishment, were ignored. The Marijuana Control Board overrode all their appeals and established the facility. So, I wanted to know, if this ordinance passed, can people appeal to have the particular facility next to them not become one of these on-site consumption?
0: Yes, they can. That's part of it. Conditional use permits. They'll invite all the people that live next to it. Everyone can come to a public hearing. Say your piece. Let the government decide whether it's a good place or not. Don't be so afraid.
12: Hope everyone is staying safe and healthy out there. Alaskan Blooms would like to take a minute to thank everyone in our community for doing their part to help maintain social distancing mandates and sanitary standards. We have made a few changes in our daily operations in order to make things as simple and safe as possible for everyone inside our store. We have placed markers six feet apart on the floor so everyone can have a visual reference for how far away they need to be from anyone else. And we are only allowing five customers in the store at one time due to limited space. We are offering online ordering through Weedmaps and encouraging people to call in orders ahead of time. All employees are wearing gloves and masks while they're available. We are also running an ultraviolet air filtration system in the retail during non-business hours. We will be operating our normal business schedule from 8 a.m. to midnight, seven days a week. If you have any questions or would like to place an order over the phone, please call the store at 907-328-3597. Thanks again for everyone doing their part to keep our community safe. More information about state mandates and sanitary standards can be found at dhss.alaska.gov.
0: We know everyone has been looking for hand sanitizer. That's why we're really happy to announce that Alaska Blooms, going to be helping you fill those empty bottles. Take them in, get them filled up. They'll be donated to the elderly, whoever's in need. They're going to be doing that Monday afternoon drop-off at Alaskan Blooms Retail around noon. Let's get this done, Fairbanks. Alaska can of business helping the community. Thank you, Alaskan Blooms.
7: Thank you. My name is Christine Robbins. Thank you for this opportunity to speak. I would like to address my concerns about on site consumption of marijuana and state that Maybe I'm princess. absolutely against Ordinance 6101. This is a community safety issue, which makes this ordinance particularly dangerous. If someone is pulled over because they are driving erratically or illegally, there is no roadside <clears throat> testing that can be done here in Alaska for marijuana. Saliva testing is being developed, but it's not available here, and it's not conclusive enough. The men and women who patrol our streets know this better than anyone. I hope that you listen to them. If the officer suspects that marijuana is involved, it would take him about six hours of his time to establish that marijuana was involved. No level of marijuana is allowed in Alaska while driving currently still in the statutes if he sees that alcohol is involved then he will only test for that and not factor in for any other substance in the arrest and there is no survey being conducted on marijuana statistics none and how it's affecting us i'm concerned also for the users in these marijuana establishments currently there's no established level of intoxication it's not like alcohol, where only the user is affected and mm. they can have a designated driver beside them.
12: Marijuana they speak smoke of what affects they do not everyone
7: know. around it. How will they get home safely? And is this another burden that we be placed on the taxpayers? Given the hours of these establishments, it's certain that we will see a rise in crime. You know, certain. true liberality is not the freedom to do what you want. It's the freedom to do what's right what doesn't cause harm to others. This includes alcohol as well as any harming substance.
0: Liberty is the freedom to do what's right, she says. Who determines what is right? Do we let these people determine? Do we determine? Do you determine for yourself? If you hurt someone, that's when the problem happens. That's when your freedom stops.
8: Alex Joffrey. Now, what I see in this ordinance is a massive amount of hypocrisy. The family diner, the Legion Hall, and many other places that allowed cigarette consumption in a designated area, including the roundup of the smoking room, were stopped from doing this by a law passed by Pete Machek, who's been trying to pass it for years. Why should we allow something that, unlike cigarette smoke, intoxicates you? Let's say I pulled out one of my Winstons and lit it up. The worst thing you're going to get in this area with the open windows is the smell and maybe, maybe. He depending lost his tobacco. S- slight ill effects. But if someone were to light I can't it a joint, it, so you, you, need you need to can't tolerance. have it. For example, if someone who's never had a drink of alcohol in their life does 21 shots at the bar, what do you think is going to happen to them? They're going to get sick is what's going to happen to them, and they're going to vomit. They're going to have a hangover from Hades the next day. I think I can say that a few people here, myself included, have never been near this stuff and never want to go near it, and therefore would have no tolerance to it. If you allow outdoor consumption, what happens is if I'm driving back from St. John's Baptist Church on a A Sunday, and I roll the window down, and I'm smoking a cigar is that smoke is gonna come in if I stop, which you have to because there's a stop sign right there. If that smoke gets to me, I'm allergic. That, sh- that could put me in the hospital, like maybe wind up having an accident because I'm vomiting. And I'm not the only person I know who's allergic to this stuff. If you're going to legalize on-site consumption of it, which I pray you don't, you need to think of the danger you're putting this society in and the hypocrisy with which you're treating tobacco use. Before you vote on this, ask yourself this. Is it right I can't to endanger it. this whole you city for the good of a few, the supposed good of a few, and really if you look at it, it's still going to hurt them as well? What happens if someone Tell has a pot chucky and they're stupid enough to drive? They're going to get into an accident one, one way or another down the road. It may not happen that time, but it will happen. Remember what the church teaches about intoxicants. You can drink alcohol, but not to the point of drunkenness. The point is you can't moderate pot like alcohol. I could have a cigarette... A glass of wine and go to bed, no problem. But if you have a joint, boom, instant intoxication. Is it instant fair for veterans of the Legion Hall who died for this country, who were maimed for this country, who saw their friends' faces turn into hamburger, that they can't even light up a cigarette in a bar they've been going to for, some of them, 30-plus years?
0: It's very sad for me, this man. Veterans want to consume cannabis. Veterans want to consume tobacco. Just because you lose one right, don't take another one down with it. You don't get more freedom by taking others away. When are people going to understand this? Let's fight for everyone's freedom. Fight for liberty.
13: My name is Mark Swifel. There's been a lot of stuff said on, on both sides. I, I'm opposed to this ordinance uh, for many reasons. One is I, I heard just a few minutes ago from Mayor Matherly mentioned the manpower issue with the police force and not enough people to, to manpower. Uh, Officer Chief Jukes also made mention of that. I guess I would ask the city council to ask the question, if you're making a decision on what's best for our city, you ask those in our city, who are best prepared to give you the answer on if it's going to be good. Why, Why Police Force prepared? Officer Jukes, Officer Doopy, Officer Doopy is a personal friend of they mine. I have a five-year-old son. And I've taught walls, him to go up and look at Officer decide. Dukes What's in the, the face and, and shake him in the hands walls. and say, Thank you, sir, for serving our city. Uh, I've taught all of my kids. I have five children. I teach them a respect for authority. Respect I brought my son off today at the child care uh, on base and with, with some friends that, uh, in his childcare, and I said, "Honey, I love you." I said, "Be sure to listen to Miss Brenda; she is your authority today." That's how we teach our culture and our society to be healthy and effective. So you teach them respect for authority, and when the authority in our city says this is not good, I, in fact, I quote Chief Juke says, "As far as I know, throughout the nation, there's no road that's been paved to do this, and I don't believe Fairbanks has the resources and his position to pave that road." Are we ready to pave a road to online or con- er, uh, in in-house consumption? You know, I can I can go to uh, alcohol liquor stores and buy alcohol and liquor, but I cannot consume it there. No, you do when, it at the bar. When the marijuana places were established, they were established to store. sell. Selling and serving are two separate places and two separate exactly. issues. That's
0: what we're asking for to be and regulated. I would, I
13: would strongly ask you to consider as you make a decision tonight to think about. We teach our kids, and I, I, I I'm assume that those around the city council here all taught your kids to listen to the authorities, to, to honor and respect those that have the right. And I believe our public servants in our city, our first responders, deserve the right and privilege to be respected. When they say it's not a good thing, I think we should listen and realize it's not a good thing.
0: You are free to do as we tell you. You are free to do as we tell you. You are free to do as we tell you. You are free to do as we tell you. <clears throat> <clears throat> Hey, hey, thank you for joining us on Far North Tokers. You can find more conversations with the players in Alaskan Cannabis on SoundCloud, iTunes, and all other podcast places. Facebook, Instagram, and farnorthtokers.com. Send questions and comments to midtoker at farnorthtokers.com. M-I-D-T-O-K-E-R at farnorthtokers.com. Here's token. Happy 420 from Far North Tokers. 420. twenty, for twenty, for